You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, if this were a football podcast, I could joke that the Sacramento Kings have a two-touchdown lead over the playoffs. 14 to nothing, 14 straight seasons, zero playoff appearances. It's the wrong kind of shutout, and it continues to be the longest active playoff drought in the NBA. Uh, It's time for another one of our annual The Kings Have Been Eliminated From Playoff Contention podcasts. The Kings still have two more games in the Orlando bubble that I couldn't care less about. And there are a lot of questions heading into this offseason that one way or another need to be answered. We'll discuss it all on today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome into Locked On Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all offseason. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt George, and I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports radio host for over the last five years. This is my sixth season covering the Kings, both as an on-air host and a multimedia journalist slash reporter. For those of you who have been with me listening to this podcast over the last couple of seasons, you are aware of my decline from the positive optimist into this exhausted, defeated podcast host who can't help but embrace the doom and gloom mindset every time he has to talk about the Kings, which just so happens to be, of course, every day. Don't get me wrong, I I love hosting this podcast, and I always will, but there's a saying in sports media that you shouldn't cover the team that you are also a fan of. And right now, I really understand why. Before I started recording the show today, I was perusing Kings Twitter, as I normally do, and I came across a fan response of, or to one of my own posts, and it said, The Matt George heel turn has been my favorite part of this season by far. Positive Matt from a couple years ago is nowhere to be found, and I love it. Now, I know this is probably being said or tweeted a little tongue-in-cheek, but it bothered me. I actually have no problem with what the fans said, I more have a problem with the idea that my optimism and positivity towards this organization and their direction wasn't authentic. Make no mistake about it, as much fun as I had with the blind optimist label from fans and the challenges on Sports 1140 KHDK, my optimism and my belief in this team wasn't a bit. It wasn't disingenuous. I believed everything that I said, even to a fault. I believed heading into the 2018-2019 season that the Kings could win even more games than they ever won with DeMarcus Cousins. Instead, not only did they do that, they won more games than they ever have since Rick Adelman was their head coach, which also happened to be 2006, the last year that the Kings made the playoffs. I believed, and I still do believe, to an extent that this Kings team had the potential to not only end their playoff drought, but to bring the Kings back into consistent postseason appearances and relevancy. But now I see an organization that took all of their momentum, all of their identity, and their progress from last season, they've thrown it aside, and ultimately they've regressed. I was never of the belief that the Kings would win 50 games this season, but I didn't think that low to mid-40s was absurd. 
nor did I think that it was absurd to believe that the Kings would really be competing for and ultimately would win a low playoff seed, like a 7th or 8th seed. Maybe I just had too high of expectations and I allowed myself to ride the wave of last season's overachievement into overexpectation. Either way, that doesn't change the fact that this 2019-2020 Sacramento Kings team, injuries and all, has colossally underachieved. Their entire Orlando bubble experience or experience can be summed up by a single word. Failure. Failure to improve. Failure to make the playoffs. Failure to even recognize what was at stake enough to make the effort to do something about it. Failure as a team and as an organization in almost every way. Let's talk about this Kings-Rockets game from yesterday, I guess, which, funny enough, it didn't have any real impact on the Sacramento Kings' playoff chances because, thanks to the Portland Trailblazers and their 124-121 to win over the Philadelphia 76ers, the Kings were eliminated by halftime. At least for a couple of quarters, it seemed that the Kings believed that they still had a shot, and they played like it at least for the first quarter. Sacramento outscored the Rockets 36-23 to in the first 12 minutes. Three of the six games that they have played in the bubble, Dallas, New Orleans, and Houston, have gotten off to incredible starts. Buddy Heald looked like the guy that the Kings paid $90 million for. He hit his first four shots, including a pair of three-pointers. But then, Bubble Heald showed back up, and he shot... 2 of 7 for the remainder of the game. Now, I'm not blaming Buddy for this loss at all. It's not his fault in the slightest to me. Of course, when the Kings started to struggle and Heald reverted back to trying to create on the offensive end, I wasn't happy. But the fact that this keeps happening, game after game, that it's still allowed to happen, makes me not want to put all of the blame on his shoulders alone. Kings writer and insider for many years, Jason Jones, who's currently with The Athletic, he tweeted out a couple of alarming but unsurprising numbers. The Kings allowed 103 points to the Rockets in the second through fourth quarters of this game. And, on top of that, Sacramento's defense as a whole has allowed 124.7 points per game in the Orlando bubble. 124 points per game allowed. With a number like that, the Kings are honestly lucky not to be 0-6. And of course, Austin freaking Rivers scored a career-high 41 points off of the bench against Sacramento. Again, I'm I'm not surprised by that in the least. Once again, De'Aaron Fox looked great. Maybe the only part of these Orlando bubble games that I will try not to forget this fall. Fox finished with 26 points, 9 assists, and 2 steals in the loss. After the game, though, he said something that I thought was both telling and concerning. I apologize, I I actually don't have the audio here and prepared for you today, but here's what he said. I'll I'll sum it up and I'll say it word for word. Uh, When playing a team like the Rockets, Fox said, quote, we have to know what we're going to do, and I don't think we did that tonight. I think that was the cause of a lot of games this year. De'Aaron Fox will... Always put the blame on himself before he blames others. It's one of the things about him that makes him a natural leader and and gives me hope for the Kings' future with him as their star. 
So I don't think his quote was meant to come off as it did, or at least how I interpreted it. But doesn't he sound like he's questioning King's coaching here? It sure sounds to me like Fox is saying that the team never really had a game plan, not just in yesterday's game against Houston, but multiple times this season. I personally usually, I usually hesitate to blame coaches for player mistakes because coaches ultimately are the NBA's version of a fall guy and it's the players themselves who are on the floor missing shots or not executing. But what Fox is saying right here is nothing else but a coaching issue. He isn't saying that the Kings players didn't execute their game plan. He is saying they didn't even have one. And that, to me, is completely on Luke Walton. You know the Phil Collins song, True Colors? Actually, technically, I think it's what a Cindy Lauper song or Loper song, or however you pronounce her name. But I like Phil's version better. The chorus says, I see your true colors shining through. That's unfortunately basically what's happened to the Kings on full display, not just for Sacramento, but for the entire NBA. Like Corey Joseph said yesterday after the game, the inconsistencies this whole year have killed the Kings. But it's inconsistency that is not only a problem with how the Kings play, it can be found throughout the entire organization, top to bottom, and it has been around for a whole lot longer than Corey Joseph's been here just this year. As the Kings played each of these games in the bubble, their inconsistency, their poor coaching, their bad communication, and at times their weak mindset shined through. Everybody with a basketball IQ could see it as bright as day. I'm going to step off my soapbox here really quick to tell you about one of our fantastic sponsors here of the Locked on Kings podcast, CBDMD. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier for you to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off of your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com. Promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. The Kings will play two more games in the Orlando bubble before leaving, and I can honestly tell you that I don't give a damn about them. I don't want to hear how important they are going to be for next season and this team's continued development. I have zero interest in that tired angle that I and many others have continued to push with this team at the end of every single freaking season. I don't care if De'Aaron Fox plays or not which I actually don't think he he should be playing, by the way. He's looked great, and he has nothing else to prove. 
And the last thing that this team needs right now is to lose their star to injury in a completely meaningless game. I also don't care to watch Daquan Jeffries play for 30-plus minutes. I know Kings fans are, are high on him right now, and they like the effort and energy that he is playing with, and they want to see him get rewarded for that. I do too, but I don't care. The guy is a two-way player, and he spent most of his time in the G League. If he earns a roster spot next year, great. I'm happy for him. That's awesome. It's a great story. But he's not going to be the difference between this team making or missing the playoffs. And that's my bar now. That That's all that's left. That is my bar. Making or missing the playoffs. Nothing else matters. It's been 14 freaking seasons. Make the playoffs or miss the playoffs. Success or failure. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about anything with the Kings up until the draft lottery and offseason really begins. Because the Kings have a ton, a ton of questions that they need to answer and a lot of stuff to look at. They need to look hard at themselves in the mirror. And I've heard some people talk about how short this offseason is going to be and that the Kings shouldn't be expected to make major changes because how short it is. And I don't like that narrative at all. To me, it's both inaccurate and it's giving the Kings a get-out-of-jail-free card that they don't deserve. Let's make one thing perfectly clear here. The Sacramento Kings' offseason will start Thursday, August 13th after their morning game against the Lakers. Next season is not expected to begin until December. That's four months. That is not too short of a period of time to make major changes. The teams that make the NBA Finals will have a short offseason, sure. But not the Kings. They will have plenty of time to do what they need to do in order to improve or continue to add to their playoff list streak. So here are the top three questions that the Kings will need to answer to me before this offseason is finished. The first one. Maybe the most important one. Does Vlade Divac step down? I've told you, I firmly believe that neither Vlade nor Luke Walton are getting outright fired this offseason. The only way I can see a change happening is if Vlade steps down. Now, as much as I have defended Vlade on this very podcast and on KHDK over the years, and I still do believe he deserves more credit for his accomplishments than what he gets, I think it's time for him to be a man of his word and to move on. His time here in Sacramento, unfortunately, overall has been a failure. It's the same way that he said that Dave Yeager had had taken the Kings as far as they could go uh, after Vlade fired him. That's what he said in his press conference. In that same exact way, the Kings have gone as far as Vlade could take them as a general manager. I believe Vlade needs to step down And the Kings then need to make a diligent, professional, national search for a replacement with multiple interviews, not just picking one guy, who is qualified to run the day-to-day operations of one of 30 teams in the National Freaking Basketball Association. This is the cream of the crop job. No more nostalgic hires. No more publicity stunts. Hire someone who can do the damn job. And almost as important, hire someone that can do the job and then get the hell out of the way. Let that guy make all of the decisions as they see fit without approval and with minimal input from ownership. 
If this were to happen, I believe Luke Walton would return for one last season, but would ultimately be fired so that the new GM could pick their desired coach. But again, I don't think this whole scenario is likely. Like I said last week on an episode, I think we are on a path where nothing changes, at least up top. The Kings don't really improve. They miss the playoffs again, and both Vlade and Walton are fired at the end of next season. That's just my gut feeling. Question number two, and it's kind of a mixture of a lot of questions here. How much money are you spending on Bogdan Bogdanovich, Kent Bazemore, and Alex Len this offseason? Bogey is the obvious top priority out of the three, but are you willing to match a big money offer for him? I still think the lowered salary cap due to COVID and the political issues with China will pay, will end up playing in the Kings' favor and allow them to get Bogey maybe cheaper than if everything was normal. But what happens if a team makes a big money play for him? Can a team force the Kings into a, a big match deal like the Sacramento Kings did with the Bulls, with Zach Levine a couple off-seasons ago. You all know how much I love Kent Bazemore, and I want him back in Sacramento, but does he even want to stay here? Will he force the Kings to overpay to keep him? And how much are the Kings willing to pay for a rotational wing? As for Alex Len, is there even interest or money to bring him back? What if the Kings just decide to clear up the books and let both Bazemore and Len walk? If it were me, I'd match almost any offer on Bogdanovich within reason, and I'd try and resign or resign Baze to a, a two or three year deal, but I wouldn't go much higher than ten million or eleven million a year. As for Alex Len, I wouldn't go much higher over the league minimum, and if he gets another contract elsewhere, good luck to him. Finally, the last major question. What is Buddy Heald's trade value, and can you even move his contract? I'm not saying that I'm ready to give up on Buddy Heald, but if he and his money can be moved for solid compensation, I'm interested. People have asked me if I'd trade him for Zach Levine straight up. Absolutely, no hesitation. Would I trade Heald and Bagley to Chicago for Zach Levine and Laurie Markkinen? Absolutely, I would. I don't know if the Chicago Bulls do that, but I would do it. I've also heard that there's the possibility of trying to get Tobias Harris or Al Horford away from the Philadelphia 76ers who desperately need a shooter. I'm interested in that too. Or maybe you try and package Heald uh, and a pick to move up in this offseason's draft. All are options. And to me, the Kings should be listening to every single one. They don't have to accept any of them, but they should be listening. But in the same way that the cap hit might work in the Kings' favor when it comes to upcoming free agents, it probably will hurt their chances of finding someone who's willing to take on Heald's new contract. So there you go. Those are the three major questions that the Kings need to answer this offseason. But even when they do, Sacramento is heading into a season of unknowns with the current state of the NBA, and unfortunately, they may be heading right back into the cellar of the Western Conference. 
We'll talk about that in a second. But first, time for me to thank one of our fantastic sponsors here of the Locked On Kings podcast. You've heard them before. They've been around for a while, and they are excellent. Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes like Fiat and Kia and models, Pacifica, XT5, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why bother enduring often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand that his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they're reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing price based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody, and it does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, here's the hard truth about the upcoming season, as far as we can tell, for the Sacramento Kings. Even if they do improve, there's a very, very good chance that they will find themselves right back at the bottom of the Western Conference. The Kings and Pelicans, they were the first two teams eliminated from the Orlando bubble in the West. Out of the two, who do you think has the brighter future? If you don't say the New Orleans Pelicans, I feel like you're wrong. They have Zion, number one overall pick, who hopefully will get healthier and will be able to play 30-plus minutes a game for the whole season. They have Brandon Ingram, who became an all-star, most improved player, and they still have awesome supporting pieces. Even with Bagley healthy, the Kings might be close, but I'm not going to say right now they should be better. The Spurs and Suns, they've leapfrogged Sacramento already, so I don't even really need to talk about them. The two teams below the Kings, who didn't make the Orlando bubble, the Minnesota Timberwolves and Golden State Warriors are going to be better. I have just this to say about Golden State. They are going to get a healthy Steph Curry and Klay Thompson back, plus Andrew Wiggins is there now, and they'll have an addition of a top draft pick this offseason. Could be number one overall. They will be right back into the playoffs, in my opinion. As for the T-Wolves, they have two all-stars in Carl Anthony Towns and Giangelo Russell. So unless major changes happen this offseason, the Kings can't exactly walk into next year with any kind of swagger because they will have to prove that they aren't the worst team in the West again. All right, I'm, 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 I'm done talking. and I'm tired of being negative. I want to hear from you. Everything is fair game, so send me your thoughts on the state of the Kings, the offseason changes that you want to see made, any responses to anything that I've talked about today on the podcast. At MattGeorgeKHDK is how you can find me on Twitter. Tweet me publicly there or DM me privately if you want. Or you can email me at any time, mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. 
I'm going to go get some comfort food or something, and, and I'm going to try and psych myself up at least a little bit for these final two Kings games in Orlando. Who would have guessed when this all started that the Kings versus Pelicans meeting on August 11th would be as meaningless as it is now? I remember talking about that game at like, this game will be the decider of who's going to face the Memphis Grizzlies uh, for the eighth seed in that play-in tournament. Now it's a useless battle between the first two teams eliminated in the Western bubble. The two teams that many believed would have been battling for that final playoff spot. I wish I could say it was funny. Have yourself a great day, or at least try to. As always, stay safe. Please stay healthy. I will talk to you soon. My name is Matt George. You have been listening to the Locked On Kings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 